You're on Texas Standard Time. Skeeters, a.k.a. mosquitoes, are a pestilent, though practically year-round part of life in Texas. There are dozens of species in the state, and while a bite for most won't produce anything but an annoying, itchy bump, some can carry terrible diseases, including West Nile. In today's Spotlight on Health, Margaret Nicholas takes a look at new ways researchers are approaching the challenge of preventing mosquito-borne illnesses. On any given day between May and November, Bethany Bowling and her team of microbiologists at the Texas Department of State Health Services Laboratory in Austin can be found sorting and sucking up mosquitoes for testing. The Culex species we test for West Nile virus, St. Louis encephalitis virus, and Western equine encephalitis virus. And then our 80s species mosquitoes we test for Zika virus, chikungunya virus, and the dengue viruses. And once we do the testing, if we detect any positive or virus-positive mosquito pools, then we call the local jurisdiction that sent us those mosquitoes, and we let them know there's virus activity in their area. The state lab tests thousands of samples each year. The process takes several days as staff sort the mosquitoes by gender and species. Only female mosquitoes drink blood, so only they can spread disease. Those that will be tested are ground up and then run through sophisticated devices that can detect viruses at the molecular level. If a mosquito pool is positive, local health departments are notified. Bowling says they can then take actions to treat infected areas and warn the public. We provide this service, uh, this testing service, free of charge to our submitters. All they have to do is have the resources to set out traps and ship us the mosquitoes. Less than 20% of Texas counties and just a handful of cities submit mosquito samples. Many jurisdictions just don't have the budgets to allow for the trained staff and equipment needed for the job of mosquito surveillance. Some may believe it's not cost-effective, given that only a handful of samples generally test positive. In 2017, the state lab tested more than 22,000 pools. Less than 1% of those pools 132, tested positive for West Nile. But what if there were a way to pinpoint and target the most likely areas for the disease? That's the idea behind a project now underway in Harris County. It's a collaboration between Harris County, the Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, and ExxonMobil's philanthropic arm known as the ExxonMobil Foundation. Melissa Nolan helped spark the idea. She's now at the University of South Carolina, but was a researcher at Baylor when she struck up a conversation with the medical director for ExxonMobil and others at an awards dinner in 2017. And so we were sitting around talking about, you know, why it's so hard to control for malaria and some of the different components of that. And the concept of being able to prioritize and identify the most impactful areas that mosquitoes could be breeding came up. The conversation turned to a technology Exxon uses to evaluate environmental impact of its activities and find new drill sites, called remote sensing. It turns out remote sensing utilizes satellite imagery that is of such high resolution it can tell users about small items on the ground like tires and bird baths, as well as larger land features like ditches that may be inviting to mosquitoes for breeding. It's some really powerful imagery. It's um, a multi-band imagery, so we have uh, not only visible 
uh, light spectrum, but also infrared. So it allows us to gather information about vegetation and water on the surface of the Earth. Sarah Gunter is a vector-borne disease expert and a current member of the team working with the technology at the Baylor College of Medicine. Using high-resolution images of the area and information about the habits of different types of mosquitoes, she and several team members have developed a preliminary predictive model of hot spots in the county where Culex and 80s mosquitoes might likely be found. That's where Harris County Vector Control comes in. Mustafa Daban is the director of Harris County Mosquito and Vector Control. We collected and sampled throughout the summer from June until the end of September. That was our goal, I mean our function, was that to do the trapping and the collection of mosquitoes and of course to identify the mosquitoes when you bring them to the lab. Debon says the data is still being analyzed and there will be at least one more round of testing to validate the model next summer. But he has high hopes for the kind of impact this method could have in the future. We're creating an innovative evidence-based method to target uh, abatement efforts to have farmers to ultimately reduce the burden of mosquito-borne diseases locally, nationally, and globally. And the method is relatively low cost and highly transferable, meaning it could be used to target habitats of other disease-carrying insects. Yeah, that's another one of our long-term goals is to, to expand this beyond just these species of mosquitoes that are transmitting diseases of human importance in, in um, Texas and in the southern U.S. to look at maybe other species of mosquitoes that are important vectors throughout the world as well as other um, vectors of disease, things like um, ticks or kissing bugs or sand flies. The technology may give us reason to be optimistic that many vector-borne diseases could be better managed in the years to come. But for now, put on that insect repellent, wear clothes that cover your arms and legs, and stay away from places where mosquitoes or other disease-infected insects may be lurking. I'm Margaret Nicholas for the Texas Standard.